Hello, and welcome to the Landis Cooperative Experience featuring the Bull Bear Banter. We all know that markets often behave in ways that can't easily be explained. The Bull Bear Banter is our best effort to digest the noise in the marketplace. So thank you for joining us. Sit back, relax, and let's talk about the markets. Hello, this is Cheyenne Dunham, and I want to welcome you to the May 3rd episode of the Bull Bear Banter. As usual, I'm joined by Tom Guinan. Friday afternoon, July corn closed up one quarter of a cent at 3.70 and three quarter, and that's up nine and a half for the week. December corn closed up three quarters of a cent at 3.87 and three quarters, finishing up seven from last Friday's close. July soybeans lost a penny on Friday, finishing at 8.42 and a quarter. That's down 24 and three quarters for the week. November soybeans lost three quarters of a cent on Friday, finishing 23 and a half off of last Friday's close. Tom, I think the big story this week is the turnaround we've seen in the corn market. As you just pointed out, it's not a huge move up, but it's nice to see a little bit of a reversal from what we've experienced the past few weeks. As you will no doubt recall, we saw a big sell-off on March 29th after the prospective planting report was issued, and then we just sort of drifted lower for the next few weeks. At this point, we're back to a few cents above that horrible close on March 29th. Well, Cheyenne, let's dive into some bull bear factors. For corn, I'd say for bullish news, the main driver is the lack of planting progress. Monday's report showed 15% nationally, with Iowa at 21%. Both of these numbers are behind the five-year average. And with the weather we've seen this week, there's really not much hope for getting caught up by this coming Sunday. On the export sales front, that report showed that we're still maintaining the 22 million bushels per week pace needed to hit the USDA's export projections for the year. Tom, on the bear side for corn, I would say ethanol production fell last week to 301 million gallons versus 308 the previous week. We need to average about 320 million a week for the balance of the crop year to hit USDA numbers. The actual export sales number for last week came in at 23.1 million bushels, which does keep us on pace, as you mentioned, but it was below the expectations in the market. The week prior was 30.7 million, and the same week last year was 40.1. Given these two factors, there's a good chance that ending stocks grow in next week's WASDE report. Well, Cheyenne, on the soybean side, for bullish factors, I'm really still struggling to find any bullish factors for beans. Maybe at some point with the way this market has been uh, pushed down so low, we'll feel a little oversold. But for now, it's just tough to get too excited about soybean prices. Well, you're having a hard time finding bullish factors, but I think it's pretty easy for the bears right now. Exports continue to underperform. Another week of export sales data, another week below expectations, 11.5 million bushels in sales versus the previous week of 19.6 and expectations in that area. South American production estimates are expected to be slightly higher in next week's WASDE. We still haven't seen a deal with China. It's looking more and more like a new crop story, if at all. So let's move on to the why does this matter. And I'll start out with a big if. If we continue to fight rain events and planning progress does not catch up anytime soon, we should expect to see a little more of a rally, at least for corn, in Chicago. If you're wanting to get some old crops sold, your best opportunity may happen while you are distracted doing other things, like once you do get started planting. So don't forget to touch base with your GMA about pricing goals and offers. And as we've mentioned the past couple of weeks, continue to keep an eye on 2020 futures levels and consider marketing some of your expected production there. In our what to watch for and upcoming events, continue to watch the weekly crop progress reports as they're released. These reports come out on Monday afternoons, showing planting progress as of Sunday. As we've mentioned, the USDA will be releasing their World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates next Friday at 11 a.m. 
Generally, the May report is not as a major of a report, but it should give us a little better idea of what to expect at the end of the crop year for ending stocks. Expect to see some tweaks. As always, if you have questions or comments for us, make sure to drop us an email to podcast at landiscooperative.com. We appreciate you joining us for the Bull Bear Banter as part of the Landis Cooperative Experience podcast. Hey, Cheyenne, sorry for interrupting, but I wanted to tell you about a good conversation I had with my dad last week. Now, here's a guy that spent more than 30 years running a grain elevator, and he reminded me of a sign that he always had hanging in his office. It read simply, bulls make money, bears make money, but pigs go to market. I think of that as good advice for the bull bear banter. A bear can make money in a grain market. A bull can make money in a grain market. But once you get greedy, you just end up getting hurt pretty badly. And I think that's something that we should use as our sign-off for this week. Bulls make money, bears make money, pigs go to market. Thanks for that, Tom. If you have any questions regarding grain marketing decisions, please reach out to your area grain marketing advisor. We want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you.